Welcome to the South Central Wisconsin Prep Reports High School Football Rewind Show for week three of the high school football season. My name is Wade Bates. In just a couple of minutes, we're going to hear from all the area high school football coaches, get their reaction to week three action. If this is your first time finding the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report, we have shows every Wednesday and Saturday during the high school sports season. Subscribe at your favorite podcasting site. It does us a favor and you'll never miss an episode. You can also like the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report on Facebook and follow on Twitter at SCW Prep Report. That said, let's go to the scoreboard from last night. We'll start in Waterloo in a game you could watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream. Cambria Friesland goes on the road to pick up a 20-12 win over Waterloo. Cade Bermania's eight-yard touchdown run with 3.04 left in regulation turned a 14-12 lead into an eight-point cushion. And then Cambria Friesland's defense did the job, stopping Waterloo on a fourth and inches inside the 20-yard line with less than a minute to go. Owen Jones ran for the toppers first score while Drake Bermania also caught a four-yard touchdown pass from Kobe Smith. Jordi Aguero and Eugene Wolf ran for Waterloo scores. Cambria Friesland will host Houston next Friday night, while Waterloo will welcome Partyville to town. Dodgeland finally got to play a football game last night after starting their season two weeks later than the rest of the state. And the Trojans fall to the Wisconsin Dells 40 to nothing. Dodgeland will host Palmyra Eagle next Friday night. Craig Ward tossed three touchdown passes as Marshall rolled by Palmyra Eagle 35 zip last night. Bryce Frank ran for 117 yards and two touchdowns. He also caught three passes for 69 yards. That included a 58-yard TD catch. Marshall's defense held Palmyra Eagle just 113 total yards on the night. Cardinals at 3-0 will travel to Marquezan next Friday. That's a game you'll watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream. Speaking of Marquezan, a tough 7-6 loss at Cambridge on Friday night. Aiden Quaid, short TD run in the third quarter, gave Marquezan the lead, but they didn't convert the extra point. Cambridge punched one in in the fourth quarter. They got the extra point, and that was the difference. As you mentioned earlier, Marquezan hosts Marshall next Friday night. Houston dropped a 49-7 decision to Watertown Luther Prep in their season opener last night. Landon hits connected with Dylan Nikhil on a six-yard TD pass in the fourth quarter for Houston's lone touchdown of the game. Like Dodgeland, Houston started their season late to abide by local health restrictions. Houston will travel to Cambria Friesland next Friday. Watertown Goslings have won two in a row after they thump Sauk Prairie 43-16 last night. Quarterback Caleb Huff ran for 116 yards and a touchdown. He also through for a score in the win. Dylan Sipple rushed for two scores as well for Watertown. The Goslings travel to Lake Mills next Friday night. A pair of 2-0 teams score off tonight as Randolph hosts St. John's Northwestern Academy. He's in a Trailways Conference game. Kickoff tonight from Randolph set for 7 o'clock. That is the high school football scoreboard. The coaches are coming up next. We're going to hear from Jim Bilesma from Cambria Friesland. Also, Waterloo head coach Dave Frizzell, Marquezan's John Dunleavy, Houston's Shannon Miller, Dodgeland's Paul Shields set to join us, as is Matt Kleinheins from Marshall. Benji Camrath from Watertown talks about their big win last night. And Tom Chase will preview the Randolph-St. John's Northwestern Academies game uh, tonight, 7 o'clock in Randolph. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Wisconsin knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love 
If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Wisconsin needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Spring in Cambria, Friesland, head coach Jim Bilesma. Big 20 to 12 road victory here today for his Hilltoppers. Coach, just your thoughts. I, I couldn't be prouder of these young men. Uh, we were outgunned and outmanned, and uh, you know some of the things we ended up doing was smoke and mirrors, but boy, they dug down deeper than I've seen them dig down in a long time. This might be the most satisfying win we've had in years. You know, Waterloo got inside the. How many times do they have it? You know, in a goal situation there, and your defense found ways to make plays tonight. Right. Um, I remember three, and it might have been four. They were knocking on the door. Now, obviously, uh, Drake Romania's pick was a huge momentum swing, but uh, when when they stepped up and, and made the tackles, uh, we shut them down. And uh, when we needed big plays, we got them tonight. You feel like too in the second half. You know, we had talked in the pregame that you know their numbers were much bigger than yours. I you thought maybe your defense starting to wear down a little bit, but then, like you said, they they found a way to get it done. Yeah, and uh, the simplest things. Uh, Coach Knudsen at the end of the third quarter, uh, he talked about uh, pride and discipline and uh, don't let the mental fatigue take over your body, and uh, the kids stepped up well. Defensively, Mason Hughes tonight not only tipped a few passes, multiple passes, but he also made that big play at the end as well. The game-changing tackle that, you know, iced it for us. He had a great game. Um, well. When we when we do tapes, we'll never tell Mason that. Actually, he's sitting right there listening. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no, uh, two tip passes and a huge tackle at the end. Hats off to Mason. I was going to ask you, Coach uh, Drake Romania had you know he had that big pick, and then also you know he had that big play down the stretch. Or did, did he cramp up inside the inside the, yeah. the, the five yard line where he went down? Yeah, either that or the turf monsters got him. But no, it was a cramp. But uh, on his uh, on our second touchdown, I don't know if Kobe could have thrown the ball any better and then the way Drake went up and made sure only he was going to catch it that was a thing of beauty that's what I was going to say he came back after going down here to finish that drive off coach uh, you got Houston next week just uh, obviously you haven't seen Shannon Miller's squad on film at all because they're opening up tonight right right but uh, we're just happy to be playing and uh, we talk about it pre-game every the last three Fridays uh, we're guaranteed 48 minutes football this year this is such a, an unusual year that uh we better enjoy it and and uh, play as hard as we can for those 48 minutes because there may not be any after that. Coach, thanks for the time. Well, thank you. We appreciate you covering us. Cambria Friesland picks up the 20 to 12 win at Waterloo. Let's head to the Waterloo sideline right now. A Waterloo, a tough 20 to 12 loss to uh, Cambria Friesland on their on home turf. A game you watch on the DailyDodge.com video stream. Uh, head coach Dave Frizzell, just your overall thoughts on this one tonight. Uh, very undisciplined. Uh, we were our own worst enemy, and I take complete responsibility for that. Um, that's my job to to have us be disciplined and play the right kind of football. And I don't know how many yards of penalties we had, but it had to have been over 100, I believe. And, and uh, when, when you can't stay disciplined on special teams, offense or defense, that's going to happen. You know, you have penalties, but they came in tough situations. You know, opening kickoff, you took one to the house, and then you had a few big plays called back. So just was bad timing as well for those penalties. Very, very poor timing. There's never a good timing, I guess, to to 
commit penalties that you really know better than to commit. And again, I'll, I'll take full responsibility because it's my job to correct those things during the week, and evidently we didn't do a good job, good enough job correcting them. So, uh, you know, that's one we're going to regret. That's what I just told the kids. It's uh, it, Sometimes you hear that phrase, there's the pain of discipline or the pain of regret, and we weren't very disciplined, so we're going to live with the pain of regret after this one. Eugene Wolf today got it going in the second half, running a little bit. He's a good ball carrier, yep, and uh, he's he's our horse. Uh, he and Jordy are a good one-two punch. Um, I wish we could have run the ball a little bit more uh, at times. Um, Eugene, he's a horse. There's no doubt about it, and, and we got to keep getting the ball in his hands and let him do good things. So Partyville earlier on the schedule next week, uh, from what you understand, are they coming back? Are you going to have a game next week? Yeah, they're, they're scheduled to return on Monday, and uh, so they're going to have their three days of practice and try to come over here next Friday. Waterloo Falls 20-12 to to Cambria Friesen. Coach Rizell, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks a lot. Let's head to Marquezan High School right now and bring in head football coach John Dunleavy, whose Hornets dropped a tough 7-6 to decision to Cambridge last night. But obviously, uh, bringing in Coach Dunleavy, it's been a tough weekend, Marquezan, where maybe a life kind of got in the way of football a little bit with the passing of Dwayne Bark, your superintendent and athletic director. Yeah, without a doubt, just a, a sombering week there for us, uh, you know, with the uh... Mr. Burke passing, and, uh, you know, he was close with a lot of the kids and, you know, was very involved, you know, the coaching, the athletics, being superintendent, athletic director, and, you know, a lot of life lessons kind of to be talked about with our kids. So some of the kids kind of had some of the eye-opening life lessons growing up a little bit more, and, you know, it was it was a, it was a tough week all the way around. You know, Dwayne's one of those guys where whenever you, you – you were out in Marquezaner, and he always was there to help you out to make sure you needed something. He actually broadcast some games for us here, you know, on WBEV and 95X and Daily Dodge. Just a guy that that, that loved life and a guy that loved loved uh, you know supporting high school athletics and students in general. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, I I told the kid nobody loves this community school sports especially than than Mr. Bark and. You know, those kids don't know how good that of a job he did. You know, they don't quite get it yet. You know, maybe when they're older, they'll look back and they will. But he, he's going to be missed a ton around here. Well, Coach, you know, it's tough to transition into football. You know, like I said, Coach Bark did such great things that Mr. Bark did. But, you know, on the field, uh, it was a, a tough uh, a tough loss down at a pretty good Cambridge squad last night. Yeah, very, yeah, very tough. I mean, they're a senior-heavy team. You know, an 8-1 and team coming back from last year. And we knew it was going to be a tough ball game. You know, we our kids played hard. We competed. And, uh, you know, I, I tell them we never lose a game. We just run out of time. And that's kind of how this game felt tonight. We just we lost a game that probably could have went either way, uh, both teams. And, and it, you know, just came up a little bit short tonight in a 7-6 to six loss. But really, really happy with the way our guys played and competed. Coach, you punched it in first to take that 6 nothing lead, and then they got one late? Yeah, and they, yeah we scored late in the third. Kind of thought we could hang on and a few chances to get off the field in the fourth quarter and uh, maybe salt that thing away with a 6 nothing win. And, but they persevered. They had, they had some good seniors. You know, their quarterback especially kind of took the game in his hands and he made some plays happen and just kept moving the chains. And they grinded a long drive down on us and, and were able to punch it in late in the game. And we just couldn't quite get back to to punch our own in it down the stretch there. And we, we gave it a little bit of a scare, but not quite enough tonight or last night. Coach, I'm trying to figure out, have you have you played Cambridge before? We played them two years ago in a level two playoff game. A very similar game to this one, actually, kind of a, a, a grinding type of game. We, we had to lead in that one as well in the fourth quarter and uh, let that one slip away as well. We were up there 16 to 14 two years ago, and then they, they scored late again to win that one on us, so. Coach, defensively, you only gave up seven points, Coach. Obviously, so your defense had done a lot of things right tonight. 
oh, without a doubt, our defense played outstanding, played really hard. We had, we had a lot of kids step up and, and play a lot better than they did last week, which was really nice to see. You know, last week we we didn't have a great showing, but granted we didn't have a scrimmage, and that was our first game of the year with a young squad. We made a, some huge improvements from last week to this week, and, uh, yeah, we did. We played it a lot faster than we played last week. I felt like we were a little bit uh, starstruck by the moment last week at times where we were kind of didn't really know how fast varsity football was, but this week we, we played a lot better on that side of the ball. Well, Coach, next week in a game that will be on the DailyDodge.com video stream, uh, you're going to get a Marshall squad that is playing some really good football right now. Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, we saw not that we focused on it a ton, but just seeing, you know, the scoreboard, they're, they're taking it to some people. Obviously, in our scout looking at Mar- or, uh, Cambridge for this week, we saw saw Marshall a little bit there. And, you know, they're, they're a very, very good football team. They've got a lot of kids who can do a lot of really good things. You know, they got a size up front who can move and good quarterback play, some good running backs there. Yeah, we're going to have our hands full again. There's no such thing as an off week here. Well, Coach John Dunlavy, I know it's been a tough week for you. Uh, people you know, across the region are thinking about Marquezanne School District and such. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you, I guess, next uh, Friday night uh, against Marshall. All right, sounds good. Thanks a lot, Wade. The Houston football team finally got a game in last night. Uh, they took on Watertown Luther Prep and came out on the short end of a 49-7 to uh, ball game. Uh, Coach Shannon Miller joins us. Uh, Coach, just uh, obviously... It's a privilege to play football this year, even though it was a late start. The outcome wasn't, wasn't how, you, how you liked it, but it was still good to just be out on the gridiron? It was great to be out there. The weather was absolutely outstanding. You know, we were able to get a bunch of our fans to come watch us, but just to be able to be on the field and play a game was what we all wanted to see happen again. You know, tough. You know, your coach, your, your team's put in a tough spot here. You know, you started late, but you know, you play a team, a, a Watertown Luther Prep squad that that dropped games to Lake Mills and Lakeside Lutheran. Uh, you know, two uh, pretty good squads. Uh, just uh, what were your expectations heading into Week One, and just uh, just overall thoughts on on your team on the field? We knew they were going to be good. Uh, both Lakeside Lutheran and Lake Mills were level three playoff teams last year, and. I mean, they lost to two very good teams, but they were in both games, you know, till halftime. The other teams didn't pull away till after halftime in both of the other games. But we knew going into it, they're going to be good. You know, they have a lot of seniors on their team. They've got depth. They've got strength, size. They've got everything going on. Great running back in Mr. Holtz. And we knew coming in was going to be tough. You know, shortage of numbers on our hands. No, I mean, it it's, happens. It's not a big deal, but we just knew it was going to be a struggle for us, Coach. Just uh, when you when you when you look at the game last night, you said they they took one to the house off the opening kickoff that kind of set the tone. Yeah, I mean momentum's everything when it comes to these games. You know, we learned that very well the last how many years, and when you give up the opening kickoff, total momentum is obviously on their side right away. And obviously, when it happens to you, you get down right away, and it's hard to come back. Coach, just uh, I know you're starting to watch the film now as as as, as we talk as we're talking. But uh, any what positives did you pull out of the out of the opener last night? Well, there was a lot of good positives. We had all, a lot of young guys came in defensively for us. They made some great plays. We did run the ball well at times last night. Um, once our quarterback Landon Hintz got a little bit of time, um, he threw some really nice balls. You know, we got a nice touchdown to Dylan Keel and. Uh, uh, defensively, Blake Peck was a beast. He was all over the field. Um, and like I said, a lot of young guys. I mean, we're talking freshmen, sophomores stepped up really big for us last night. 
Coach, uh, next week, obviously you had lost a game, but then you were able to pick one up right away. I uh, head to Cambria, Friesland. Uh, have, have you have you watched much film on anybody yet this year? I mean, Cambria picked up a, a nice win at Waterloo last night. Just uh, your early thoughts on the Hilltoppers. We have not been able to watch anything on them guys yet. You know, we've had a great relationship with Coach Balsman the last couple of years, so it's it's a great thing that we're able to do this. Uh, but no, I mean, weren't expecting it, so we're week by week. You know, our focus this week only was on Luther Prep, and now, you know, starting the rest of the day today, we're going to be trying to get film on Cambria and move on to next Friday. You know, Coach, it's one of those things where the most unique season of all, 2020, you know, you practice and you don't actually know if you're going to ever practice the next day or a game the next day, and you just got to take it one day at a time, don't you? It's definitely one day at a time. And, you know, the next thing, obviously, is, you know, what are you going to have left? Which kids? I mean, with everything going on, there's some days kids got to sit out, wait, you know, with still, it's like every other season, you still have kids with grades, you know, looking at what's going on there and kids miss or it's next man up. You know, that's always everybody's mentality. No, no disrespect for anybody. It's just next man up. You have to see who else wants to step up and play in different positions at times. Well, Houston drops the opener 49 to seven at Watertown Luther prep coach Miller. Thanks for the time. Thanks a lot for having me again, Wade. Have a great day. Let's move to Dodgeland High School right now where Paul Shields' squad finally got to play a football game after starting their season in practice just a couple weeks back uh, on the short end of a 40 to nothing defeat at the hands of Wisconsin Dells coach Shield. But uh, just like talking to Coach Shannon Miller from Houston, just a great to be out on the football field. Uh, yeah, it was very great to be out there with the kids and seeing them compete tonight for our first time. So, Coach, uh, what's been like the last couple of weeks getting your squad ready ready to play, and then obviously you maybe think you have a game and you don't have a game because you know teams are, are in and out, and uh, uh, just, uh, just your overall impressions of, of what you saw on the field uh, against the Dells. We searched for a game for quite a while, uh, talked to four other districts, uh, see if they, uh, we could connect, play a game, and the Dells reached out to us, and we made it work. They were willing to come down here since they were already going to be on the road. Um, you know, I saw tonight in our kids, I, they didn't give up. We got down 20, nothing early. We continued to battle, you know, with a center roster. We we're rotating a lot of kids in all the time. Um, I'm proud of the way they continued to battle considering we were down 20, nothing anyway. Sure, Coach, I was going to ask you, too, you know, uh, coming into this one today, um, it is a huge advantage, especially in high school football, isn't it, when you're playing a team that already has, uh, you know, eight quarters under their belt when it comes to, to real-life football, and you're, and you're playing your first game because they've kind of worked out the kinks, and you're just trying to maybe maybe uh, kick the tires on some things to see what uh, what works and, and what doesn't? Yes, I think you could tell that right away early on in the game. Um, they just uh, went up and down, I should say up and down the field. They had a short field and you know they went right down and scored right away all three times blocked the punt scored um so it's a learning experience but you know we were resilient enough and we kept battling and um take the first 20 points away you know they didn't score in the second quarter um it was a problem for their way they battled uh, anybody stand out and catch your eye? I know you have to you have to break down film even more than maybe what you have by now, but uh, uh, anybody catch your eye that you think uh, played well for you and, and stood out for the Trojans? I thought Andrew Bensing did well. I mean, he's playing in a, a lot different position. He did, got a lot of touches tonight, a lot of carries. Um, you know, he had low pad level. I mean, I was pleasant to 
pleasantly surprised with all of our bands, really. Um, they didn't know what to expect. None of them uh, had any, well, Andrew had varsity experience last year, but the other ones did not have varsity experience. And as a matter of fact, on Monday, we had to take a kid that was going to play tight end, and he played JV offensive line last year and moved to fullback because of, uh, you know, some kids that we were missing this week. And he did well, too. He has a lot to learn yet, and needs to understand what pad level is and things like that. But as the game went on, he got better. Well, Coach, you have Palmyra Eagle next week. You have to get back on the horse at practice uh, and get ready for Palmyra Eagle. Just uh, know anything about uh, the uh, about Palmyra Eagle? I know they, they've dropped one uh, to Marshall tonight as well. Well, uh, the fi- little bit of film that I've watched, um, they throw a lot of formations at you. Um, you'll see the old wishbone every once in a while. They like the, against Royal Fall River, they like to stunt up the middle. Um, so it'll be another challenge for us, but uh, hopefully with having this game experience um, will help us along that path. Well, Coach Paul Shield, head coach at Dodgeland, they drop a 40 to nothing uh, game in their season opener to Wisconsin Dells on Friday night. Appreciate the time, and good luck next week against Palmyra Eagle. Thank you. Moving over to Marshall High School right now, the Cardinals keep on rolling, made the trip to Palmyra Eagle and picking up the 35 nothing victory. Uh, let's bring in head coach Matt Kleinheinz. Coach, another a big night for the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, it was, it was a good night. Um, you know, we were a little bit, uh, nervous. Uh, Palmyra had really kind of changed up their schemes from week one to week two. Uh, we weren't a hundred percent sure what we were going to be getting into down there and they changed up some stuff, uh, again, last night as well, but a, a huge credit to our defense, which has just been lights out. Um, not much rattles them and, uh, they, they weren't phased by any of the new stuff Palmyra, uh, threw at us. We just did what we do and it, it was a good night. So it's one of those cases, coach, when you do see that sometimes in games where teams completely change what they're supposed to do, uh, can I talk about what, what, what do you do if you do have to change things on the fly? I mean, is, is it a lot of conversation with coaches or just say, Hey, we need to do this to stop this. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a ton, um, especially early in the game. I, I reminded our defensive coordinator, Joe Schneider, I said, you know, if you guys get in a pickle with something, just let me know. We'll take a timeout and we'll make sure that we're all we're all squared away. But, you know, as I've mentioned, um, you know, throughout most of this year, our secondary is just so, so good. And, uh, you know, Palmyra tried, tried to spread it out last night um, and do and go kind of four and five wide at times. And, uh, I think they ended up six for 20 for 37 yards throwing the football. And that's a credit to, to our back end and, and how well they're playing. Um, I think we had three interceptions to go along with that. So, um, you know, Cannon and Cole and Craig and Bryce are, are just good. And our young linebackers really played well last night. It was the best game, um, that they've had in their careers. And that includes last year as well. Um, so we're, our defense is really moving in the right direction. You'll take 113 yards of total offense giving up any, any night of the week, huh? Uh, yes, I will gladly take that. <laughs> Coach, on the offensive side of the football, uh, Bryce Frank, is he the guy he does is score touchdowns for you? Well, it's a good problem to have. Uh, <laughs> Bryce, is, Bryce has really been an X factor for us this year. Um, we've been able to move him around. He's been able to, to uh, run him. He's been able to throw him. Um, he's been able to catch him. Um, I thought last night, you know, I, I did an interview last week um, with someone and, you know, kind of poked at us about, you know, just being a running team. And, and I told them, I said, I assure you we can throw the football. Uh, we just throw when we want to throw. Um, and that was on display last night. I thought Craig, I thought Craig just did an outstanding job uh, throwing the football last night. 
um, just was right on target with his throws and, and we spread it around between Cannon and Cole and Bryce. And, um, it, it was a good night for us. I mean, our running game was a little bit, little bit slower than I'd like it to be, um, with our fullbacks. Um, but Bryce picked up the slack there, um, when he got his touches. And, and again, Craig had an outstanding night throwing the football. And Craig had three touchdown passes and coach next week, you make the trip to Marquezan, a game that you can watch on the dailydodge.com video stream. I believe it's also going to be on the radio. Thanks to our fine sponsors, Ergo. Bank and Columbus Family Dental. You know, Marcus Ann went down to Cambridge and played them tough and lost seven to six. And you know, John Dunleavy's squad is going to be ready. Yeah, you know, I so I, I took a peek at them on, on film this week, and uh, um, they're a team that is going to be up and coming. They play a lot of younger kids, a lot of sophomores and juniors. Um, you could tell that the one film that I had, they're 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 still kind of learning their stuff and cutting their teeth and getting their feet wet. Um, but that's a team of you, you watch them and you're like. This team's got a lot of potential. Uh, they really do, and that, that's uh, that's going to be a nerve-wracking game for me because those young kids are just going to keep getting better, and, and uh, John's going to keep coaching them up. I know that. So uh, it's a, a little bit of a, a nervous week for me. Um, that, like I said, they're an up-and-coming team, and they they really played Cambridge tough. You know, Coach, how, how tough is it for a team like Marquezan who, who had their first game last week and then because yeah, they had to go on a COVID break, but teams like Dodgeland and then Houston, you know, you're, you're playing teams, you know, they opened up their season last night. You're playing teams that have two games in a scrimmage under their belt, and here you are you know, getting out there for the first time. How much of, of a disadvantage is that for, for a team when, when, when other teams have a lot more in-game experience? Yeah, I mean, most teams are going to get better as the season goes on, obviously. So for those teams that have to, you know, sit out at the beginning at the beginning of the year, uh, it makes it a heck of a lot tougher for them to, you know, to just get that game speed. And it's always so tough to replicate that in practice. So, um, you know, I it's an advantage and a disadvantage for us as a team that's been playing the whole time, just because you know they're going to get better. You know they don't have their full playbook in yet, so you got to kind of try and figure out, all right, what are they going to throw in this week that we haven't seen on film? So um, for us, it's I don't want to say it's a disadvantage, but um, you certainly have to do a lot of kind of thinking outside the box, like what are they going to do different that we haven't seen yet? Well, Matt Kleinheinz, Marshall gets the 35 nothing win at Palmyra Eagle. Good luck next week against Marcus Ann. Awesome. Thanks, Twade. Let's bring in Watertown head coach Benji Camrath right now, whose team wrapped up a three-game homestand to start the season with a 43-16 win over Sauk Prairie. Coach Camrath, thanks for joining us, and happy with what you saw from the Goslings last night? Yeah, I thought uh, overall we played really well. Um, you know, Coming into the game, I thought we were going to be bigger, stronger, and faster at every position, and I uh, felt like we uh, executed offensively and were able to move the ball in uh, a number of ways and uh, defensively uh, played really well and created some turnovers and really you know, took away what they were trying to do. And then uh, our special teams, we had 48-yard field goal right before the half and the 30-yard field goal uh, later in the game. So, uh, yeah, we was in all three phases. That's how we played really well. Is, is, a, is Fisher's 48-yard field goal, is that a school record? I, I would think it has to be. I'm not sure on all the records, but uh, as long as I've been here, which has been 17 years, uh, we've never had a guy uh, kick one that far. Um, but I think uh, one in the low 40s, but I definitely think that would be a record from when I've been here. Coach, did you get a full uh, 48 minutes from your defense last night? Do you like the improvements that they've made? Yeah, you know, I... Uh, I thought we played really sound defense uh, for the most part. You know, we gave up uh, just one uh, long pass um, on a kind of a combination.
combination wheel route where they motion the guy over and we didn't make a switch on it. Um, but otherwise, overall, I thought we did a really good job. Uh, we had, you know, three guys at one time were starters in that game go out and they, uh, younger guys, uh, came in and, and uh, did a really nice job of, uh, filling those shoes and, uh, I thought we played really sound uh, across the board. Offensively, uh, got your diversity going again last night. Did you like uh, what you saw overall from, from your offense on you know both uh, ground game and, and and through the air? Yeah, again, I think uh, we just are scratching the surface there of what we're capable of, and uh, you know you see it from you know our, both our tailbacks who are, are carrying the ball and our quarterbacks, and, and uh, we're able to hit a big uh, a big pass play on a bubble goal. We haven't really hit a deep touchdown pass uh, for these first three games. So that was good to see. And, and I think our offensive line is, is doing a great job uh, of uh, run blocking and protecting. And uh, again, I'm, I'm really pleased. And I think we uh, will continue to get better every single week because of how young we are yet. Coach, an unfamiliar opponent next week, uh, Lake Mills. Just your thoughts on going on the road for the first time over at Lake Mills. Well, I think they're really good. Um, you know, it'll be a, an awesome atmosphere. Um, I think they have, you know, obviously one of the best quarterbacks in the state. He was player of the year last year. Uh, I've watched his highlight film in the off season. And, uh, you know, I, I think their uh, first year coach is doing a great job of, uh, of keeping that thing rolling. I think uh, for us, you know, we're going to have to definitely try to minimize their deep pass plays and uh, force them to get out of their comfort zone a little bit and um, I'm really excited about the opportunity it should be a great atmosphere and a really big game for both teams. Well coach Benji Camrath congratulations on the 43-16 win over Sauk Prairie and we will uh, chat next uh, Saturday. All right thank you I appreciate it. Let's head to Randolph right now and bring in head football coach Tom Chase as his 2-0 Rockets get ready for St. John's Northwestern Academies. Coach how's your week of practice been? Uh, probably hasn't been our best, to be honest with you. Um, it's been okay, but we've had uh, a few things with all the COVID things and, and Randolph going to uh, a plan A, plan B type thing. Some of the kids are in school, some of them aren't. It's just a different thing for the kids. And so we really have to try hard to get their focus um, this week. Uh, we shouldn't because we have a really good opponent we're going to be playing. So we got to pick it up here there today and uh, see how we can get things moving in the right direction. Coach, uh, of all the years of covering sports, not only at the high school level but college and pro, I think football coaches are the coaches that like a routine the best of any coach around. And So how difficult is it to try to, when your routine gets juggled up uh, with, with different things coming from all directions? Uh, it is. It's, it's very challenging, you know, and then you never know if you get a kid that might be out due to being close to COVID or those types of things. So we're, we're trying to prepare the best that we can, you know, and I am a creature of habit. I mean, I like to do things pretty much the same as much as I can and keep them pretty constant. And I think the kids like that, too, because then they get into that routine. So it's been a constant struggle this year. There's no doubt about that. Coach, and then you throw in a rare Saturday game for high school football. What, what do you do with the extra day? Well, the extra day is probably good. We had it this week. Uh, we got a couple guys dinged up a little bit, so hopefully that helped them uh, recover a little bit more so they'll be ready to go. And uh, also, it's just a little bit more time to put in to make sure we're ready here. we got a really good team coming in. we got an outstanding running back. Um, we're going to have to do everything we can to try to slow him down a little bit. Coach, you brought him up, uh, the uh, the Austin brothers, the stone-cold backfield of Phillip and Donald, and Donald has kind of been carrying a lot of the load for for the uh, the Lancers. When when you looked at uh, St. John's on tape, just what did you see? 
Well, you know, he does a lot of what they do, and they want him to do things for them. They do things to get him the ball and put him in a position where he can help them win games. And he is a phenomenal back. He, I think he's probably the best complete uh, all-around back. He's got good speed. He's got great size. He's a tough runner to bring down. Um, that we're going to have to get a lot of people to him and try to limit uh, what he can do. And hopefully we can kind of stall him a little before he gets going because when he gets in the open field, uh, he's a tough runner to, to bring down. You know, I saw him in week one, and they were pretty run heavy. He didn't put the ball in the air very much. When you, I don't know if you saw both game tapes. Did they, they put it in the air a little bit more in week two, or is it still pretty much a, a full dose of the Donald boys? Uh, pretty much the full goal there. Um, you know, they can throw it. Uh, number one, which is brother, uh, he, he can throw it. I mean, he's, and they do have some weapons out there. But in both of those games, and I obviously did watch them several times, um, they've been able to be ahead. And when they're ahead and the other team is struggling to move the football, um, they just pretty much run the ball and run the clock out, and they don't really need to throw a lot. So, I mean, I'm hoping we have a game where – Maybe we'll have to force them to throw a little bit. I don't know, but I guess time will tell. Coach, uh, you knew you'd be good offensively. I think you're one of the top rushing teams in the state of Wisconsin through uh, two weeks, uh, two games. Just what have been some of the keys to your run game? Uh, a lot of good things. Uh, number one, offensive line, they've had a year to kind of develop our system. Um, and so they're, they're getting it now. It took them uh, towards the end of last year before they got it. We brought in a little bit of a new uh, outside veer this year, which we didn't run a lot last year because we just weren't quite ready for it. That's been very helpful this year. Uh, Zach Paul has emerged as a phenomenal fullback, and I knew he was going to be very good. Uh, he hits the hole extremely fast. He runs low to the ground. He's hard to bring down, and he's got great vision. Um, he has been uh, the catalyst, I think, because you have to stop him. And when people start trying to do things to stop him, then things open up for a quarterback where Braden Halfley can get in a crease once in a while or our slots can get a few more carries as well. So there's been a lot of things. We've got a lot of really good players. I think that's really what it comes down to um, that have been able to execute. And that's really what it what it is. Coach, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. What is the uh, what is the attendance policy at Randolph? Because, you know, sometimes people are driving around, they want to go to things, but in this COVID world, it, uh, most games aren't open to the public. Is that the case as well at Randolph uh, these days? Uh, it is as of right now. And, again, I'm not in school there today um, in this respect. That could change, you know, in a matter of a few minutes. But um, with our last uh, game that we had uh, that was home, um, people that wanted to come could come as long as they social distance. And so the away fans stay on the other side of the field, and the, uh, obviously the Randall fans are on our side. Um, but as far as I know, as of now, again, that could change at any moment. Um, fans are allowed. Well, uh, Coach Tom Chase, uh, Randolph in St. John's Northwestern Academy, Saturday night, 7 o'clock, should be a good one. Thanks for the time. Thank you. Question. When you walk into the boardrooms of the most successful companies here in Wisconsin, who do you meet? When you're working for a mover and shaker with strong ties to our community, who are they? When you encounter a group of people eager to roll up their sleeves, who are you most likely to work with? Answer, men and women who played high school sports. Education-based high school sports give us more than athletes we can root for. They give us leaders we can depend on. Taking the initiative, being a good teammate, sacrificing personal glory for the greater good. These are qualities we expect of our leaders, and they're all being cultivated in the high schools right here in Wisconsin. Question, so where will we find tomorrow's leaders? Answer, high school sports. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. 
That's going to do it for this edition of the South Central Wisconsin Prep Report. My name is Wade Bates. Thank you so much for listening to the program in this week three edition of the High School Football Rewind Show. We'll have another show coming up on Wednesday talking some prep sports. I know Christy Mosier uh, going to join us, the head girls volleyball coach at uh, Waterloo. She is already scheduled and in the fold. We'll hopefully catch up as well with Laura Troutman, the head girls volleyball coach at Fall River. See if we can mix something else in there for you as well. Best way to never miss an episode, subscribe to the south central wisconsin prep report at your favorite podcasting site just search south central wisconsin prep report you can also like us on facebook and follow on twitter at scw prep report until wednesday my name is wade bates and thank you so much for listening to the south central wisconsin prep report